You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. I know this is going to be unpopular and sound maybe a little harsh, but I'm going to just say it in simple terms. Keep things simple. A little kiss strategy here. Keep it simple, stupid. I have a hard time with modern women. I have a hard time with women today. I was born in 1966, so the women's lib movement was a part of my youth, my upbringing. And I did not have a hard time with it at all. And throughout my generation, women had everything that men had throughout my entire lifetime. I'm turning 56 this year. And uh, so people that are considered really old now, as I am, even in the disability system for our government social security disability system, once you become 55, we call you advanced age. And basically, all the jobs go away. (laughs) It gets harder and harder to work and health problems increase at 55. 55 is an age of demarcation of significance for human beings. We've found through various studies through the years. So I'm old. And I'm going to be 56 this year. And in this older person's lifetime, women have had everything men have had. Now, a lot of women will disagree with that. But I just mean by outward appearances and rights and what is available overtly. Now, maybe it hasn't been fully equalized yet in some ways. Or or maybe we're just hearing a lot of whining. But all I know is... When I was going through high school, all the women in National Honor Society were women. I mean, all the people in National Honor Society were women. I made National Honor Society my junior year. There was a small group they allowed in, in the junior year. And then a lot more got in as seniors in high school. National Honor Society is a when you have a certain percentage of grade, high grades, I don't know what the percentage is, then they put you in the society. If you made it your junior year, you were extra bright, okay? So I'm, I'm definitely breaking my arm, patting my own back here, but I made it my junior year, but I was the only boy. I think there were 13 of us, somewhere in that neighborhood, 11, 12, 13, somewhere in there. All were girls except for me <clears throat> in National Honor Society. Um, there wasn't anything said like, oh, we can't do this because they're women, they put the brightest in, they drew the line where they drew it mathematically, and it was all women. <clears throat> and um, all the women went on to college, all the smart women, all the women that had you know the ability to do so, where that wasn't the case, obviously, in years before, right? And like my mom's day, she went to college. It was very rare in the 50s for a, um, for a woman to go to college. And she did. She ended up leaving college to travel with my father. But but in my year, graduated in 1984, everyone went to college. And they all went for engineering. And uh, they're all professionals. And when you go to the doctors now, really most of them are women. And uh, many lawyers are women. And on and on and on. So um, I have been in a, in a profession, the legal profession, uh, for 31 years now, I've been an attorney, and um, I've seen in law firms and the federal government employment. I was I've worked for four law firms. Prior to that, I also worked for other outfits, the disciplinary board, um, judges, women hired equally with men, women promoted above men usually. There has been in my lifetime a a predisposition to prefer women over men because of affirmative action, so to speak, and prefer minorities over whites as well. I've seen it at every turn. Um, I do not see the old old boy school. I do not see a preference for men. And it's not like the movies. You know, we, we watch the stars talk about how women's salaries in the movies are still much lower than males. And that's true. But that's because stories still tend to have the protagonist be a man or the villain be a man. 
the lead character in most stories that are being told in movies are still men. And so the stars that come out are generally still men because the movies are still populated by men as the leads often. I don't know why that's the case. It's certainly changing. It certainly is. We're seeing way more movies with the lead protagonist be a woman. We're seeing way more movies directed by women. And we're seeing way more movies where the, pro- the protagonist or the lead is a minority. Black leads in movies with whites as well. Not just like black movies where everybody's black. But the lead is black. And then it, otherwise it's set with all kinds of different races and people. The lead might even be a black woman. We're seeing this more and more. So trust me when I say, or trust yourself, your own brain. Obviously, the salaries are going to even out, and it's going to work itself out. And the awards, everybody's saying, you must nominate so many people. I hate that. No, you nominate the best people. You know, If you think that uh, the blacks and women are get, not getting enough nominations, well, they're not getting enough jobs, maybe, to stand out as the best. Or maybe they aren't the best either, maybe, right? Just, But they're getting more jobs now. So they will be, and there are constantly now more nominees that are minorities, that are women. Uh, well, the women nominees there have always been separate. They've always been equal. There's always been the same amount of women nominees. So that's been an absurd argument forever. So women acting and award nominees are the same. They split it down the middle, 50-50. So, uh, but the minorities are, are growing in number because there are more minorities getting roles. So it's going to all change. You'll be patient. It takes time. But one thing that was changed since I was a little boy that has never been, you know, people making an issue out of it are wrong. Or the idea that women professionals don't make as much money. That's just a lie. The idea that, you know, women don't have the, uh, the pathway to uh, progress in the workforce is a lie. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it in an important profession, a big profession. And I've seen that not only do they have a pathway, it's superior to a man's. And the truth is they get preferential treatment. But I'm not whining. I don't care. Look, I'm 56. I'll be retiring soon enough. My story's already written. What I'm saying is, when I was growing up, women's lib and the women's movement and the preferential treatment of women and the treating them equal, equality of women, was the issue. We treated them preferentially in order to try to make it equal. Affirmative action. We gave them benefits that maybe we wouldn't give to a man because it was time to even the score and they were behind. So we wanted to help them get catch up to being equal. And I was behind that. And everybody that was raised, born in the six, late 60s like me or mid 60s and was raised through the 70s was behind that. I mean, you had to be. If you were a human being, you were behind all of those things, including legalized abortion. Uh, and any other voting rights, et cetera. You were behind all that for women because that was the human thing to do. We, we had evolved as a country to being humane and smart and not being pigs and not being a patriarchy. Flash forward to today and the, really over the last 20 years when, again, when I was in my early 30s, the world was very equal. It was trying to be. Everything about life was trying hard to be equal in any normal, sane pocket of the United States. I lived under that. I was raised in that. I saw it at every turn, starting back as a boy. At every turn, we worked hard to benefit women over men, if we could, in order to ensure equality. We're continuing to do that as a country. But we've been doing it my entire life. 20 years ago, we were doing it. But something has happened in the last 20 years that's gone overboard. That isn't what I was raised on. That isn't what I was taught. That isn't okay to me. And that's this concept that we must pity women that they are being treated wrongfully all of a sudden and improperly so that we have to not only make things equal, but make them superior to men. There is a justification for misandry 
People talk about misogyny all the time, the hatred of women. Nobody talks about misandry, the hatred of men. Yet that's what we're seeing. We don't see much misogyny out there. People talk about it a lot. People like to bash men for being misogynist. But the truth is, if you really look at the behavior of most of the men in my life and in your life, I see a lot of ass-kissing of women. I don't see misogynists. I see a lot of men who bend over backwards just to keep women happy. I see a lot of men who fuck over other men for the sake of pleasing a woman. That's what I see time and time and time again. And what I see is a lot of misandry out there, hatred of men. I see it in the commercials. I see it in the movie lines where the women, even if they're a, a bad actor, it's over evil men. The movie Promising Young Woman, she's killing people or torturing people, whatever she's doing. But it's okay because these people are all pigs. They're all trying to sleep with her. They're pigs because they are trying to sleep with her. They're trying to take advantage of her. She's the one drinking, but they're getting her drunk. She's voluntarily as an adult. And I like this movie very much, by the way. Um, but the whole slant of the movie is what I'm talking about. It's, it's, it's everywhere in our society. Men are pigs. Men are entitled. Men are the patriarchy. Men are trying to control women's bodies. And... Uh, you know, men are just dumb. Women are smarter. You see it in the commercials. Watch commercials. And next time, next time you're watching television, stop and think about this podcast, in my opinion here, and see if you agree with me. Watch the commercials and see if every batch of commercials, there's at least one where a man's an asshole, an idiot, a moron. And there's none with women like that. Look at the way they're portraying men and, and, and what they're tr the message that is acceptable. What is What has become the acceptable message in America? It is that men are dumb, that men are pigs, that men are bad, and that women are superior and better and smarter and sharper and better looking and should be treated right. And uh, men should be put in their place. That's the message. And it's everywhere. You can't escape it. And um, I think the reason men still gravitate towards sports and love sports so much is it's their one place where they still get to hide out in a little masculine corner of the world and just sort of go high five. Yeah, man, I'm a man. It's okay to be a man. I, you know, even if you weren't an athlete, like I wasn't, even if you were never good at sports, like I never was, you can watch men doing that and say manliness. Yes. Now that's not what I do it for. And that's not why I like it. I just like the fun of sport, but I'm saying in a kind of tribal way, I think a lot of others are getting that out of it. I think a lot of other men are sort of reverting to sports as a manner of still feeling like it's okay to be a man. Like maybe, possibly, potentially, it's still okay to, to be a man and assert yourself physically and masculinely. Maybe that's not awful. Maybe I shouldn't be ashamed of that. And all of this pro-trans stuff that we're seeing, which I'm behind, that's fine. Accepting everyone is fine, obviously. If you're a human being, you should be inclusive of other human beings, right? You should be loving and accepting. But... This concept of shaming the cis straight male that's coming along with it, I don't agree with. And it's more misandry. And again, you don't have to be embarrassed to be straight. You don't have to be ashamed of being cis, of actually being in touch with your born gender. And I don't understand why our culture, and this has happened over the last, that, that this latter aspect of trans awareness and all that, has happened more over the last, say, five to seven years. But certainly in the last 20 years, in the, since the turn of uh, the millennium, since the new millennium, turn of the century, and a new millennium, both, um, our culture has shifted more and more into misandry. And what I'm seeing... Uh, is not only the shaming of masculinity, the whole phrase toxic masculinity has become commonplace. And now with it, the, the word masculinity 
is now forever attached to the word toxic. And when you think of being masculine, you think bad because toxic, toxic masculinity. And you see so many women in power now, right? Comedians, actresses, uh, doctors, scientists. And when they speak, they are championing those ideas. They are often speaking down about men um, and speaking up about women and, and, and showing this concept of like, it has to be agreed upon. We have no choice, all of us, society. We have no choice. We have to agree that women are superior to men. We have to agree that men are the worst species. They are ignorant and, and if they act like their gender, masculine, they're toxic. And if they show any attributes that come with testosterone, which could be assertiveness, aggressiveness, um, some anger, temperament, uh, all those things are abuse now. Okay, they are abusive because a man is being a man. Now a man has to be laid back. He has to be chill, right? These are the modern women. This is what they like. He has to be like, especially if he smokes weed, that's cool. He has to be laid back. He has to be chill. He has to be in touch with his feminine side. Now, I was raised with Alan Alda, okay, (laughs) being the symbol of being in touch with your feminine side. And he spoke a lot in the early 80s, in the 70s, early 80s, about a new masculinity where you're much more, you're not afraid to be in touch with your feminine side and to enjoy things that women enjoy, et cetera, et cetera. So I I was already there, man. We all were. Anyone my age was already there. Unless you were a really Neanderthal. I suppose there is always a small group of men that are going to be Neanderthal, right, about these things. Just like there'll be a small group of women that want to go back and be in the 50s and be a kept woman in a house and just sort of... Maybe there's a big group of women that still want that, but who doesn't want to just be kept and, and pampered? But there's always going to be a group of people who don't want to evolve, that don't want to change, that don't want true equality, right? There are going to be men that want to be the superior beast on the planet at all times, and there are going to be women that don't mind being the inferior kept woman under her big macho man, right? I actually think, there, and there is also, there is also a big... Um, group of people that still support that and say that's the natural law, <clears throat> that that's the way of nature, that men are meant to be the big, strong, you know, go out, club an animal over the head, bring it back, drag it back to the cave and serve it up, you know, and the woman has her job, her role, and the man has his, and the man is in charge, and the man is the head of household. There will always be people. There's still the Catholic Church and other churches. They still have the head being men and women as in, a, as in a different role, right? And there are families like that and there are people like that. And for all I know, for all of this talk of equality and all of the misandry out there, a lot of these modern women still cave under the heel of a macho man that they otherwise call toxic. And that's, that's the problem I have. The problem I have is it's all... It's gone too far. Men have to be ashamed of being masculine, of being men, of acting like men. Men have to hate themselves. Men cock block each other all the time, hate on men all the time for the sake of benefiting women. And everyone feels they have to do that or they're a bad person. And yet at the same time, those women that are out there speaking about women empowerment and women equality and women superiority, who are the guys they end up falling for, going for. It's the masculine men. They say they want the chill guy, the laid back guy, the guy who's easygoing, and then maybe the guy they end up marrying because he's the one they can wrap around their finger and boss around and get away with it, right? So they may, in the end, end up living with that easygoing guy just because it satisfies their ability to be, to do what they want and get away with it. But that's not who they want. Who they choose, who they try to attain, who they try to date are the actual abusive guys. Not the ones who are are masculine and therefore abusive, but the guys who actually say mean things. 
the guys who are actually thoughtless, the guys who are critical, the guys who don't like them, that's who they actually end up wanting to be with and wanting to love and wanting to chase. <clears throat> Same in the workplace. It is the men who are in charge who are actually bastards as leaders who women fall underneath and serve and want to um, promote as a good leader. Um, and the men who are leaders who are much more open-minded and liberal and easygoing, they're the ones who get stomped on by the women. And the women try to compete with them and the women try to climb over them because they see them as weak. So when you're in the workforce, if you actually adopt the form of being a man that women say they want you to have, if you become more passive and become more open to everything pro everyone except cis males, and if you become much more and kinder, if you're kinder, women say they want kindness. They want a man to be kind. And then they fall in love with and chase after men who are anything but kind, frequently, mostly. So the same thing in the workplace. If you are that kind of more passive, kind leader, your ass is grass to a woman competitor. She will stomp all over you and be, she will act with toxic masculinity to climb the ladder over top of your dead carcass. She will stand on top of you with a spear, with a pitchfork, and rule and roar. If you act like the type of men women say they that you should act like. And it's the same thing in the romantic world. <clears throat> so, nice guys finish last, right? That saying has been out there for ages. Nice guys finish last because it's true. It's not just a saying. It's true. The friend zone is what? It's the nice guy zone. When you're talking to a woman and allowing her to just chit-chat with you, you've demasculated yourself in many ways because you're not... I, you, you've lowered yourself to her level. The conversation. Women say they want communication more than anything, but then they chase after men who never speak. And when they do speak, they're insulting but they're quiet most of the time. And they may be pleasant and smile, but when they speak, it's, not, it's harsh. But calm, calm and harsh and assertive, very masculine, very sexy. Women want that. Communication, they don't want that. Once you start talking and communicating, you're them. You're just another, you're one of the girls. You're a chit-chatter. And your desirability fades. Your desirability as a mate, as a sex partner, fades. So, when you do what they say they want and hate on men and cock block and pussyfy yourself, for lack of a better term, and you abandon your masculinity because it's toxic and... You're open and communicative. You are no longer desirable in the workforce or in the romantic world. And so therefore, what kind of a man are you? Any kind? So I think the phrase, uh, and I'm, I know this isn't the actual Shakespearean phrase. I'm sort of, uh, I'm just sort of, I think it's become famous as me thinks the lady doth protest too much. Something like that, right? Methinks the lady doth protest too much. I think that's the culture we've been in for about the last 20 years. I, I, I you know, because the world, again, the world I've lived in, the equality that it was sought has been achieved. It's continuing to be achieved. That form of evolution in our culture in America has long been underway and it's going very well, swimmingly well. But now we've gone the other direction where it's somehow a superiority of women, and that's not okay. A conquering of masculinity, that's not okay. Uh, mistreatment of men, that's not okay. Hatred of men, that's not okay. And not only that, but these very women who are pontificating those ideals and who are pushing forward with a strength in women and against 
masculine men. In the end, uh, swoon for the masculine men. In the end, chase after desire and want the men they profess to hate. It's just the reality of the situation. Uh, and so what has happened in the last 20 years, and they happen to be the 20 years coinciding, coinciding with my divorce, sadly for me. So I've been single through, throughout this nightmarish time for men. What has happened is it's become increasingly difficult to find a woman. I have three sons. They're all single. Um, it's just hard to find a woman to be compatible with. Because they're narrowing down their interests to the very type of man they're telling you not to be. They are creating fewer of the men that they are only going to be satisfied with. They're saying we want you to be like this communicative, open, feeling, sensitive, non-masculine type of guy. And they're forcing the majority of men in this country by shame and disgrace to become that type of guy. And that's exactly the type of guy that will never be with a woman. So they are reducing to a tiny size of a quarter (laughs) – the number of men in this country who are the type of men that will ever get a woman. And because those are the type of men that don't give a fuck about all this bullshit about hating on men. Those are the type of men that are men and are going to stay men for the rest of their lives. But sadly, they're also the type of men who know how to manipulate women. Who know how to be masculine and be a man, but uh, you know, smile and laugh and ignore and do the things that women like, which is make them chase you. Be a good time when they're with you and make them chase you. It really is that simple. Just be a good time when they're with you and make them chase you. And then once they're into you, you can be an insulting, bastard, abusive prick all you want. They'll just love you more. They'll just love you more. Whereas the nice, sweet, communicative guys, you say one word wrong one time and you're an abusive asshole. They may even fucking call their cops on you. Who knows what they'll do? But you're a bad actor. You, the guy who's trying to please them, who's listening to all their thoughts and words about men, you're the asshole the moment you step wrong once. And you don't even know when that happens. They'll make it up. They'll let you know. (laughs) That is the culture we're in, and every man who's single in it knows that I'm right. Every word I'm saying is the truth, and every man who's trying to deal with women in the current culture knows that I am 1,000% right. And you know what? You women know it, too. You women know it, too. And the culture, which happened to change around my divorce, of course, did not change because I got divorced. And I did not get divorced for reasons of the culture. And I am not single for faults of my own. No. What has happened is the culture has changed because of technology and the empowerment of women the more power they have gotten the more the internet has given them access to say and do what they want and reach the people they choose the more the internet has given them the ability to exploit their physicality to bait and then disgrace what they bait and pick and choose from those they bait the ones they want while sticking their little bits out there barely dressed for everyone to see If a man, say my age, says, hi, how are you doing? Blocked, shamed, disgraced, reported. If a guy they want says, hi, how you doing? Hi. But they stick their shit out there and and you're not allowed to notice. If you whistle at a girl walking by now, that's assault. They're allowed to dress however they want. How dare you criticize them for going half naked? They're allowed to tempt the entire population of the fucking universe because the internet, by the way, goes up into space. (laughs) There are other universes that could be lusting for these women. And they're allowed to tease, tantalize, taunt, and torture with lust, every single man in existence. But how dare that man then, in any way, shape, or form, act on those feelings that they've intentionally created in you? If they had kept themselves covered up, you wouldn't have those feelings. They show themselves to you to cause those feelings in you. That's why they're doing it. But then it's your fault if in any way, shape, or form, you act on those feelings that they have deliberately caused. That's called, my friends, a fucked up society. That's the definition of too much power for women.
when you're allowing them to exploit their looks to bait, but then ruining the lives of any man who acts on the baiting. Now, I'm not saying a woman, this is another thing, a culture we live in. I'm not saying women are responsible for their own rapes. I'm not saying it's, it's a, it, I'm not doing victim blaming, right? These are all these dumb terms we've created that, that we even have to discuss this, you know, in the minuscule amount of cases where any victim blaming really has ever gone on. Let's talk about reality. Reality is many victims are the cause of their being victimized at the inception, but no one is justified in committing a wrong against another human being. And everyone knows this. However, however, if a woman had to do it over again, a woman who was raped, who went out dressed very revealingly and acted very loose and slutty and then ends up raped, I guarantee it, if she had to do it over again, she wouldn't dress that way or act that way. I don't think women that are, let's say, repeatedly raped are going to say, I'm going to continue to taunt and deliberately instigate lust in men, and I'm allowed to do that, and I, anyone who sexually abuses me, it's all on them. No, what they're going to do is say, even though that rapist was wrong and he's in jail and I'm not to blame for the physical act of abuse that was uh, put upon me, I'm going to change my behavior too because I recognize I'm not a moron. I have a brain and I recognize that had I dressed differently, that might not have happened. I accept my, the role that I played in his commission of the crime that he committed. The wrong that he committed that no one is saying wasn't committed probably wouldn't have happened if I hadn't done what I did. That doesn't mean I'm to blame. That just means I have a brain and I'm smart and I'm going to change my behavior so that I don't increase the risks. And that's what we're talking about here is risk awareness, not victim blaming. Risk awareness. Women don't seem to give a fuck anymore about that. They're putting themselves at risk constantly when they bait men with lust. But they feel safe. Why? Because they know that in the end, they can destroy all of mankind. They have all the power. That's what our culture is currently giving to them. And they know that. So they're not really afraid of what might happen to them. Then when it happens to them, they know they can just say, oh, oh, this horrible thing. And the culture's out to get me. And the courts don't support me. And the juries are all crooked. And it's all men. Men control everything. Any way they win. Okay, even when they lose, they win. They know that they're in the driver's seat. That's why they don't change their behavior. Because otherwise, what should be happening is they should say, look, just because we can, if we want to, tempt all of the universe in outer space with our bodies and create this lust in them, including in tons of people that we would prefer not to have them lust for us, just because we can do that, maybe we shouldn't. And here's a, here's a bright idea. Here's one way you could not do it. Make your profile private. And then you can be fucking naked on in your, whatever you want to be, right? And just let the people see you who you want to have see you. And then if they are filled with lust, you're glad. Because those are the people you want to have lusting for you. And if you're going to walk down a street at a construction site, maybe dress a little bit up more. Cover yourself more if you don't like people catcalling you. But when you're in a strip club, be naked and strip because you want those guys to want to fuck you because you want their money and they give you money to dance naked. Construction site, not so much. You see, it's really not that hard for women to be able to dress how they want and be free within a thing we like to call under the law, limits, within limits, within rules, within regulations, within restrictions. Women should be able to be free, but they should restrict themselves more. They should be more careful with where they're letting their shit hang out. And they should be more responsible in that regard. And that's not victim blaming. That's be a fucking adult. If you want all this power and all this attention, and if you want to say, I should have everything a man should have, 
Welcome to the club that comes with a lot of responsibility and a lot of pressure and a lot of restrictions and a lot of self-discipline. We've been doing it for 5,000 years or however long human civilization has been around. When women were at our heels, we had a lot of responsibility too. It wasn't all easy. Uneasy lies the head that wears the crown. More Shakespeare. There are difficulties that come with being in charge and having authority and having power. It's stressful. So women have had it my whole life, but they're just still learning how not to fuck up with it and how not to treat men like shit with it and how not to pretend that they're somehow a superior being because of their gender with it and how not to chase after the very creature they're denigrating with it. And how not to step on top of in the workplace and try to put down men who are actually men still with it. They are getting this opportunity to be extremely powerful beings. They've had it for at least 56 years now because that's my age. I've seen it my entire life. And what they're doing with this power is a lot of fucking garbage still. And that needs to be said and that needs to not be labeled misogyny to say it. That needs to be labeled as what it is, which is truth, 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 reality, reality, reality. That needs to be acknowledged by women, by men everywhere. Women have gotten all this power and authority and the internet has given it to them and our society in the United States has given it to them. And they're fucking it up in a lot of ways still. They're fucking it up in a lot of ways still. It's not victim blaming, it's... Blaming someone who's fucking up blaming, okay? Not a victim, a fuck-up blaming, okay? It's, <laughs> when you're criticizing women with the way they're exploiting their gender for the sake of power, and when you're criticizing a woman for the way they're denigrating the other gender for the sake of power, what you're doing is you're criticizing someone who's being an asshole, you're not criticizing a victim. You're not blaming a victim. You're blaming an asshole. You're blaming a wrongdoer because these women who are denigrating men constantly are wrongdoers. These women who are power hungry and looking to obtain all power and use all factions of society that they can to get all forms of power are bad actors, period. And they need to be called out for it. And that's not misogyny. It's trying to stop this madness. It's a world of madness right now when it comes to, the, to women. It's a tough time. And the reason I've had extreme difficulty in managing interaction with women in the last 20 years and the reason my sons are still single and the reason... Lots of men are having difficulties because women have become a problem in our society. They aren't the solution. They are becoming more and more of a problem because they're not restricting themselves enough in their behaviors. They're not criticizing themselves. They're not learning throughout this process enough about how to modulate their behavior when they get this power. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Women have gotten more and more of the power and they're becoming more and more corrupt with it. This is true in the romantic world. This is true in the work world. This is true in the friendship world. It is really tough, really tough nowadays to be a man who, who is very open to women and has been there your whole life, very into equality, very into freedom and, and goodness and love and all that, who still wants still sexually attracted to women, still wants to be a man, though, still wants to be happy to be a man, still is happy to be a man, happy to be masculine in ways, but who's also in touch with his feminine side. It's very tough to be that type of man nowadays because really it would be better just to be the old-fashioned pig male. I really believe that the old-fashioned pig male is still winning out today. More than ever, because all of these hypocritical women that are bullshitting and really chasing after that guy still. It really still is better to be the hypocritical, the, 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 uh, the pig male masculine guy who's oblivious to all this crap. Because at the end of the day, even if you're silent about it, women won't know that you're thinking those thoughts about them. You're thinking 
bitches be crazy, but you're keeping it to yourself and the women are falling around your heels. You know, you're thinking, whatever, I just say what makes them happy, buy them something, then I go off with the guys and drink and laugh and we talk about how our women are whores and ah, ha, ha. You know, these are the pigs. They don't have a lot of sensitivity. They don't have a lot of kindness in them. But because they just don't respect women really at all, they don't bother with women. They don't argue with women. They don't get into debates with women because they just think women are crazy and women are whatever. And those women love those guys. The women love those guys. And that's where we're at. We're in a culture, in a world where men are confused because like, well, what do I, what am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to be trans? Then you'll like me. Am I supposed to be a macho guy who slaps you around and then who actually abuses you? And then suddenly I'm not abusive. But if I argue with you, if I actually engage with you as an equal and we have a disagreement, then I'm abusive. I, you know, what am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to care about your, your, your ups and downs so much because I'm in touch with my feminine side? But then when I do, you say I'm histrionic and you run to the macho guy who turns a cold shoulder to you and that's more attractive? Am I supposed to communicate with you? But if I communicate with you, you're going to analyze what I say and claim I'm all these horrible things that I'm not and make me regret having communicated with you. And making me wish I kept my mouth shut and not spoken a word to you. So men are confused nowadays. What are we supposed to be to do if we want to get a woman, if we want to have a mate, if we want to be with someone? Who are we supposed to be? And I think at the end of the day, the only answer is just be a man. Be the man that you believe in and be that person. Um, but I don't think that'll get you. I don't think that'll get you a woman. I'm not saying that's the way you get a woman. I don't think there is any um, formula other than be a dick-faced asshole prick. Then that's the only formula to get a woman that I've found in my single life. Be an asshole and you'll get a woman. But I think um, in terms of this idea of like, yeah, but I'd like to have a partner. I think the only answer is, well, you just have to let it go. I think the only answer is you have to let that go and just be the man you want to be and be who you are. And um, don't think about having a partner because you're probably not going to find one anytime soon. Because I think that what we've seen in this society is such a drastic, awful happening that it's not going to change anytime soon because there's still a lot of men who are brainwashed by it. There aren't enough people you can talk this way to, men, who will say, I agree with you, brother. Like I just said, oh, every man hearing this knows I'm right. Every man who's single. Maybe they know it inside their heart, but they won't admit it. They won't tell you that you're right. They won't, they won't say that you're right in public. They won't say that you're right in front of other women. In fact, they might say to you in private, oh, I heard your podcast the other day and I 100% agree with you. Wow, it feels so good, so empowering to hear another man say it out loud. But then you go into a room with women with them and a woman will come up to you and say, I heard your podcast and you're an asshole. And that guy will go, what? What? Oh, I don't know anything about that. And it'll be like Peter denying Christ, <laughs> that very guy. He told you how much he loved your past, your podcast. You wait and see how quickly he denies you in front of women. That's the culture we're in. So I say get used to being alone because... Men are cock-blocking each other. Men refuse to stand up for each other, with each other, to women, in front of women. Men, ref because they're afraid to, because they think that makes them abusive or misogynist and all these labels that makes them toxically masculine. There's so much fear in men now to stand up and be men with one another that it's not happening. So until that starts happening, I don't think all of us who are single will find women because what needs to happen for us to find women is a strengthening of men, a bonding of men and women need to back down a little. They, it's, it's like they're a rabid beast and they need to be, have an injection calming them, their asses down and they need to restrict themselves. As I said, more, they need self-discipline. They need to behave more with their power. And the only thing that'll really cause them to do that is when men, Come back at them and stand up against them.
They're not going to do it on their own. People that are abusing authority and power don't just suddenly stop. They're getting everything they want out of it. Why would they stop? If women are getting everything, if one moment a woman can say, oh, poor me, I don't have anything, and guys run up to her and say, here, here's this job, here's this thing, poor little dainty thing, and then the next minute women can say, I'm equal, I'm strong. Oh, you're right, I'm underneath you. I'm sorry, powerful woman. Why would you change? One minute you pull on the things from the 50s and you're a a pampered princess. The next minute you play the dom and you're the ruler over everyone. You could jump back and forth, put on any hat you want. You have all the power because of your vagina and breasts. Why would you change? You wouldn't. Because it's mean, because it's awful to manipulate men that way and to rule over everyone just because you're a woman. No, that's not enough. That's not enough to make people change. Their morals, their ethics. We're lucky if they even exist anymore, morals and ethics. And even if women have them, they just they, they might feel a little guilty in the morning and then they go on and do the same damn thing. They're not going to change. The only thing that will make them change is men standing up for ourselves, joining together and saying, back down, stop it, knock it off. I'm not afraid to stand up for men and myself. I'm not afraid of you calling me abusive or uh, vindictive or having issues, baggage, all this crap. I'm not afraid of those labels. Stop it. Stop it. I'm not afraid if I call you a bitch, I'm being abusive when you're acting like one. Stop it, bitch. That's what we have to get to as men. And when we do that as a whole, they'll go like, oh, this isn't working anymore. They've caught on to me. (laughs) The gig is up. (laughs) The bloom is off the rose. And only then will they start reining it in a little bit and behaving more humane. And then we may actually someday, maybe 30 years from now, 50, who knows, reach a point of actual equality. Not just equality by saying, oh, we're equal now when women are really in complete control, but a place where... Both people have equal power and there is equality. And men don't have to be afraid of having power. They're allowed to have power still. As are women, both can have power equally. And it's not all about abusing authority. People have reached a comfortable balance between the genders in how to use authority. And that would take place in the workplace and in the romantic world. And people could date much more happily and men could be much more comfortable to be men and not be called all kinds of awful names and labeled for being a man or having truth, speaking truth about women. Where women, think of this world. Wouldn't it be wonderful if 20 years from now, 30 years from now, if you went on a date with a woman and she asked you your actual opinion about women and about dating and you told her things like I'm saying and she said, wow, you're right. I've seen that a lot too. I'm not like that. Trust me. Well, you'll get to know me. I'm nothing like those women, but I totally agree with what you're saying. There are a lot of women like that. There have been. Can you imagine that? Because that would never happen now, ever, ever, ever. The moment you say anything against any woman ever in your life, even one woman once on one date who did whatever, the moment you say anything against a woman on a date to another woman, you hate women, you have issues, you have baggage, you're vindictive you're you have resentment towards women all this shit comes at you so but imagine a world imagine a world when we fight for ourselves enough and are strong and we get back to actual equality not this world we live in where women are in complete control and they're abusing their authority we get back to a world of actual equality where you can actually say something that is critical of a woman to a woman and she will think if it's true and it's truth she will tell you yes you're right that's truth i agree with you And it won't be her submitting to men to say that. It won't be about her wanting to be controlled by a man when she says that. It won't be her hating women to say that. She won't be like, I hate my own gender if she agrees with you when you criticize her gender. It will just be truth. It will just be understanding. And you will have the right as a bright, insightful human being to speak your truths that you see and know and not be afraid of being judged by them. 
And you, it will be okay to criticize women again. And it will be okay to actually speak in terms of, can we get past these monstrous moments that your gender has been engaging in? And the gender won't go, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're the monster. You're the one. Yeah, me too, me too. You know, in other words, we're just at this terrible place right now where uh, men are out. And if they try to talk about that fact, they're out even more. So you just have to hunker down, accept what you get, which is generally your dick in your hand, and just be happy with that. And uh, Or do as I've done, which is don't even put your dick in your hand anymore. Just live your life sex-free, sexless-free, porn-free, you know, lust-free. And, um, and you can dabble in it from time to time, the concept of maybe finding happiness again with a woman you're attracted to. But in the end, you know it's never going to happen. You know that uh, it's going to take years of evolution. Um, but again, finally, you know, in the podcast here, it's going to come down to you having the courage to stand up for men again, two women with other men. It really is. Because like I said, this will never stop. It's not good. The pendulum's not going to swing back and things aren't going to evolve further back to more actual equality if we don't do something about it. If we allow the women to continue in their abusive reign, um, it will go on and on and on and on. And um, fewer and fewer men will have the privilege of being in love with a woman. Uh, fewer and fewer men will... will and you, or you'll have to contort and change everything about who you are and the way you behave in order to find that love. You will have to be very wary of everything you say and do and manipulative, be very manipulative and manipulate women when you're around them in order to find a form of love with a woman. That's what you're going to have to do unless and until uh, we can evolve this culture back to a place of true equality between the genders. I fear the only way most men are going to find a satisfactory relationship with a woman is to lie to them and lie to themselves and change who they are in order to try to fit into this distorted world we live in now uh, where a man has to be ashamed of being a man. Until then, carry on, brothers, in strength. And women, please look at yourselves in the mirror more. Acknowledge the evil that you do, the wrong that you do, and try to change and try to get control of this power you've been given and behave better with it, please. Uh, all of mankind is praying for you. And uh, I truly believe in you as a gender, women, as I do men. I believe in the human race. I think that we are okay as people. I really do. I don't believe that evil rules our hearts most of the time. So I do have hope. I do have hope. But it's going to take a lot of work. And it's going to start with you men standing up for one another. But also, women, let's get your shit together, okay? I love you. Yabba da boop -ba.